Hello. Hello. What's up, P. Dizzle? I'm good. What's up, Selena? <laughs> oh, just some people running. Obviously, they've got more in. Why is it always when you call? There's just some someone running past past my balcony. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that conspiracy theory one or one? I know. I think people are watching me. I'm starting to get a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And I've got no curtains, so they can see straight in my sitting room. <laughs> That's just our role, no curtains. It's just lights off, looking out the yeah. window. <laughs> yeah, because I've got a balcony, like, and it's like quite a relatively big balcony. Like, curtains are kind of. I don't really know how long these curtains would have to be. So, <laughs> I ain't investing, put it that way. They'd have to be like drapes or whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd have to be extremely long because you know, pretty much from top to bottom is the door plus a little bit at the top where you know it's like you can't, it's not a window, but it's still glass. And then there's like a wall in between and then a smaller bit at the end with a smaller window that you can open. So, yeah, it's, it would be a long ass pair of curtains, or it would be two curtains like one at one end, not on the wall, and then on the rest of the door. I ain't doing it, I ain't paying for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just watch the runners as the runners watch you. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> right, there's a hill outside my, my my balcony, right? And literally people just think it's like the sunbathing spot. They just go to the top of the hill and sunbathe. Like, it doesn't matter whether they're in their pants, bikini, whatever. They're just like, yeah, you know where I'm going to sunbathe? At the top of this hill where everyone can see me. Yeah. It sounds like you've been watching for a mighty long time. <laughs> I've got twist. It's literally in front of me. Like when I'm out there, no one can accuse me of perving because they're on my fucking hill. King of the hill. Yeah, it's my hill. Do you know what I mean? Like it's in front of my building. And like I don't know why you want to lay curved at the top of a hill <laughs> like a piece of salami. Is that yoga? Yeah, maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah, maybe they're doing downward dog or something. I don't know. The question is, what are you going to do when you come to your window and someone's already looking up at your window? If you look at me, I'm looking back. <laughs> we can have a staring contest and see who wins. Maybe I'll maybe I'll come out in my in my um some no top on and see how you like it. Hey, mate, they just might. <laughs> <laughs> It's just mad though. It is mad. Like why? Like there's other grass. There's flat grass, but people just go on the hill. I mean, it might be because there's a river view, so that's their excuse to go out there and look at the river. But they're not looking at the river. They're laying down. They're looking at the sky. So why not lay on flat floor? Do you know what I mean? Did you see them rolling anything up before they laid down? What do you mean, like a joint? Yeah. <laughs> why, why would they be smoking jokes because that might be the reason they're looking up at the sky <laughs> well I mean if anyone did this when it was cold then obviously I'd think they've got issues but obviously they're doing it when it's sunny so I'm assuming it's because they're, they're sunbathing and maybe they think it's hotter the higher they go I don't know the it's very strange hot the higher no yeah hot air rises doesn't it 
or something. I don't know. Oh, I might be making it up. Okay, so you, so you mean the hot, hotter, the higher they go, not the higher they are. Okay, okay, cool. I'm with you now. I'm with you. The hotter, the higher they go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like in terms of how good looking they are? I mean, in terms of like, like, if, like I'm fit, so I'm going to the top of this hill, so everyone watches me. Yeah, hot people, right? The harder they are, the higher they go. That's, that is the catchphrase <laughs> already. The, the harder they are, the higher they go. That's, that's a true story. Well, wow. look at all the people at the top. Pretty hot people. Why? Right, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, that that is deep. That's actually blowing my mind. I don't. I don't know. We just got to a life lesson, but hey, we got there. <laughs> We seem to do this a lot. And it's true, too, because walk into a cinema and look at the people that's on the top row. <laughs> They're all pretty hot. You usually get the weirdos down front. <laughs> wow, now we're, now we're talking about cinema. Shit, wait, if I told you about what things used to happen at the top of cinemas, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> it's just like tales of the, um, of the South London. This is South London, right? I'm guessing. Well, I can only tell you about, you know, the people that I know. Most of them went to cinemas in South London, yeah. But I'm sure, you know, someone thought, hey, let's do it in West End as well. <laughs> yeah, why not? Spread the love. Yeah, so, I mean, back in the day when I was, like, in my teenage years. When I'm saying teenage, I mean, talking, like, 13 up to, like, 18, 19. Like, people used to do funky stuff at the top of the cinema, I'm telling you. That's, that's where you'd go to hide and mess about. With your lady, you know, I think what's what's the most messed up thing is th- there must be cheaper ways. Like, do you know how much a cinema ticket is? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, actually. That's a good point. You pay to get in, maybe, maybe. yeah, and sit through a movie, yeah, just to get freaky. That is a good point. Why didn't we just add our money together and get a hotel room? Yeah. Mate, where were you when I needed this advice, eh? I was probably in the cinema as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was before the cinema tickets cost £12. See, when they cost a fiver, it was a bargain to go at the back, have a little rumpy pumpy, or, you know, whatever, a hand shandy, or whatever you want to call it. Hand shandy. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to describe what that is? See, I, I want to say no, but I'm so, so curious to know. What is a hand <laughs> shandy? Well, if, you know, if a girl, you know, puts her hand down your pants or... Oh. Okay. Yeah. Shaking hands with the president, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of stuff that used to happen in the back of cinemas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess when it was cheap, I was, you know, especially if you still lived at home and your parents were funny about you bringing back your girl or your girlfriend's parents were funny about bringing you back, that was an option. Was that before Orange Wednesdays? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? If that was around back when I was in school... Or when, yeah, then that that would be the time. Like literally, if you looked up the top on an Orange Wednesday and the cameras, you definitely definitely see things going on. But yeah, it, I think it only dawned on people that there was cameras in cinemas like 
you know, a bit later on. And then they realise, oh, maybe we shouldn't be doing that stuff because probably people have got us on camera now. <laughs> oh, my You know, I'd be the type of guy that went to the cinema <laughs> with that special lady. And just because the tickets were that expensive, we're watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we are watching that movie. See, if it, it's, see, for me, it was what movie was it? So now, if we're talking about The Matrix, I'm talking back in the day now, yeah? So if you're talking about The Matrix, yeah, you can just be quiet, love, and I'm watching a movie. If it was, like, a really good horror movie, yeah, I'm not interested, I'm watching a movie. But then you make me go and see some period drama, like Gosford Park or something like that, then... Well, might as well make some moves. <laughs> yeah, those tickets, those tickets to those movies should be free anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. See, how have we gone from basically people sunbathing on a hill to a life lesson to having naughty business at the top of a cinema? Like, literally, the the curves in our conversations, the roller coasters, are just off the chain. Like, I don't know how it happens. This is why this is the greatest podcast ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing, the thing is, people will relate. Yeah, they will. Somebody will relate to this. They will. I actually want to hear some listeners' stories. Cinema stories. <laughs> yeah. What is the craziest shit you've done in a cinema? Doesn't have to be at the back. But I bet you it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you'd have... If you did it at the front... Then you became the movie. <laughs> you, you are a G. <laughs> You're a G. <laughs> Damn. So I've um, changed subject, but yeah, I've had a few winners today on the horses. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got home. Had a lot a loser on the way home. Get in and get three winners in a row. Then I had a couple of losers, then I had a couple of winners again. So overall, I've had like five winners and about three losers, which overall, in terms of horse racing, is a damn good strike rate. Five out of eight. Yeah. Which which yeah. horse let you down? What was the name of the horse? What, they let me down? Yeah. Well, there was a couple, there was three. So let me know. Let me have a look. I'll tell you now. What was the one that you really wanted to punch in the face because it had the most annoying name? I didn't want to... <laughs> well... <laughs> First of all, why am I wanting to punch a horse in the face? I love horses. And secondly, if it had an annoying name, I probably wouldn't have bet on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is, I wouldn't say it had an annoying name. I'd say with the name that it had, it should have won. Right. It was called Machiavelli. Oh, come on. Yeah. And it, I don't know where it came. To be honest, I gave up as soon as I saw it weren't winning. I just turned it off. I'm like, yeah, this horse ain't going to win. And it didn't. So that was a waste of time. Um, it lost with a name like Machiavelli. Oh yeah, when I saw that name, I was like, this is meant to be. This is like some two-pack shit. Like, I'm betting on this horse. Uh, probably the most hurtful one was... Um, actually, I'll come back to that one because I've got to find it. But it like literally lost after the last jump, coming to the line, and this other horse was just on a tear, like coming after it. 
and one just on the line and it was like six to one really good odds and uh, had this uh, female jock- jockey on it and I'm telling you this now because anyone listening this is a tip look out for any horses that are ridden by Bryony Frost this girl is a G she can beat any guy put it that way she is a sick jockey and she's very young as well I, that's that's a dope name yeah Bryony Frost is that the horse name? Girl, don't mess about. No, that's her name. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Regina. Oh, oh, the horse that she was... So I had a, I've had two winners on her today and one loss. And the loss was the one that just lost on the line. Even jumped the last fence, of, you know, in front and just lost. It was called Triple Chief. But to have her race three horses that I bet on and two out of the three win just shows you how good this girl is. Yeah. So these are the names of the ones I won with, right? So there was uh, like an open book, <laughs> yeah, Max Forte, and that was one of the Briny Frost ones that she won with, and that wasn't even a favourite. But I saw the market move come in, and I was like, boom, I'm putting money on that nine to two winner. Monbeg Legend, that one for me. Rhythm is a Dancer. I was Again, Bryony Frost, right? If there's a horse called Rhythm is a Dancer and it's the favourite, you got to back it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reminds me of the old dance, dance music days uh, and Lust for Glory. That was the other one. So that was the five winners. Those are some big names. <laughs> so yeah, good day. I mean, and, and on the weekend, I, I was uh, up £75 on the horses as well. So I'm up now nearly about a hundred pound over the weekend and today. Yeah. I can't bet on horses. It's just, it's just it's, <laughs> it's too emotional for me. <laughs> I've even got it on in the background on at the races right now. Another plug or at the races. You want me to promote your horse racing? It's out. Come see me. It's out there. Come see me. Not, not only can I promote your channel, but I know a lot about horse racing. So I'll get people betting because I know, I'll give them tips. I'll tell them the type of horses to bet on, good jockeys, good horses, what kind of races to bet on, all that stuff. You need any promotion, come see me. I got these They're tips, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, you you oh, are yeah. the horse, horse racing guru right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't always happen that way. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't bet big money on horses because I'm not an idiot but you know my current profit is at 7.69 pounds 50 in profit not bad 769 pounds 50 in profit that's over the last two years over the last two years yeah I've counted every bet over the last two years well, to be exact, late February 2016, I've counted every bet. Stopped, I stopped just betting like an idiot and hoping that I was going to make money out of it and not knowing. if When you don't know what you're losing and what you're making money with, right, you, you, you lose track. So you're more likely to take risks. You're more likely to just bet money and go, oh, I lost 30 quid, I lost 50 quid, I lost 20 quid, whatever, and just forget about it. You start writing things down 
it becomes a mental strategy. Like every time you lose money, you're like, how can I make that money back? What is the best method of making that back? And should I be more careful with what races or what football I bet on? Do you get what I'm saying? So you've literally turned this into an art form. Yeah. It's, well, kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm not making ridiculous amounts of money, but, you know, still, it's a nice amount of profit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's decent. Yeah. And, you know, if you think in the last year, I've made probably 500 pounds of that profit. You know, the first year, I only made a couple of hundred quid. So I'm getting better at it as well, making more money over time. So I started getting my friend to do this because he's a gambling addict, right? So I started getting him to do the same thing. But he's crazy. He bets like £100 on one horse. Oh. Yeah. Damn. So he's he's been grounds in debt in the past, right? But this is how crazy it is. In the last week and a half, he's up nearly £5,000. Yeah. He's had the best week and a half in his life trust me he's never ever won that much money before and he's been making notes of every bet that he makes but he's also been very lucky as well one he's done really well with the horses so have I but he's been betting larger amounts and secondly he this is where his downfall is he got risky and decided to like throw 300 pound on roulette and like walked away with two grand oh wow see that's the thing you you risk big to get big so yeah yeah, and obviously, like, you know, he's made that in a week and a half. I mean, that's how mad it is. But the thing is, I've seen him down a couple of grand, you know, in one day. So, you know, it's, it's, it's swings and roundabouts. But what I've said to him is if you start noting down this profit, right now you're in a really nice amount of profit. If you start noting that down and you withdraw that and only leave a little bit in the account and then you start building it back up again, there's no point, like, leaving it in there and just going through it and spending it. That's what a lot of people do. They leave money in their account. I don't do that. As soon as I start making profit, I'll withdraw the profit. I mean, I'll withdraw the stake that I've put in and I'll leave the profit. So say I've put in 20 and I've made 50, I'll withdraw 20. And then that way I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, I'm, whatever I make out of that money that's left in is pure profit. That's a good strategy. Yeah, so that's what I do. And I do that constantly. And I was doing that all the weekend. Like every time I won a tenner, boom, tenner comes out. Whatever's left in the account I bet with, boom, tenner comes out. And I just kept doing it. And it just went 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, got 75, and about 15 pounds in the account. Didn't have any more winners. Boom, left with 75 pound profit. Easy. So what, so what do you think it is that pushes people to go into thousands and thousands of pounds of debt? Why isn't there that little angel on the shoulder saying, Dude, we need milk in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's there's lots of things. First of all, there's just addiction as an illness. You know, uh, addiction, whether it's alcohol, gambling, drugs, whatever, it's an illness. It's something. It's like a spectrum. You imagine a line, and at the begin, at the start of the line is no addiction, and at the top of the line is extremely addicted. Everyone sits somewhere on that line. So imagine you're at the further end of the scale, then it's more than just making money. It's an, it's a fix. So every time you, you bet, you get like an adrenaline boost or, you know, you get like a serotonin boost or, I mean, I'm just using these words willy nilly really. Cause I don't know the exact chemical that's causing that, but you know, like there's chemicals in your body, dopamine, serotonin, all these things. Like endorphins. Cause, yeah, yeah. And cause sensations in your body. Like, and well, those particular two are neurotransmitters. So they go straight to the brain. And uh, it's like when you're happy, you know, 
good things happen. Dopamine's released into your body. You know, if you get excited, oh yes, you know, a football team just won, or you know, I mean, racing, racing's the best because it's like quick and fast, and 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 you know, within a few minutes or sometimes less, you know, a race is over, and it's either ah, oh, you know, disappointment, or you get this little higher. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so people search for that higher. Then on top of that, there's you get carried away with like winning's not enough the same way that drugs are not enough and and you need more drugs you need a larger amount of the drug you need a larger amount to win so oh yeah i've won 100 pound now i want to try and win 200 pound now i want to try and win 500 then a grand and it just grows and you start wanting more money and you're never satisfied so in the end they're not really chasing profit it's chasing a fix yeah exactly that's deep because because part of it's automatic because how is it that I can say to somebody who's, who's a blatant gambling addict, you're a grand up. Why don't you just like, just take it, just walk away. You're a grand up. Like who can say in a day they've made a grand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just gambling. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will. I will. I will. And then like withdraw it and then leaves a couple of hundred quid in or whatever. And then loses that couple of hundred quid and then goes, Oh yeah, I've reversed a withdrawal. It's because you can with, with, reverse a withdrawal usually on the same day. So I know I've lost that two hundred quid, so now I'm going to try and win it back. And then you you reverse the withdrawal, and you start working on that grand again, trying to get money back instead of just being happy. Okay, I lost that couple of hundred quid, but my grand is withdrawn. You know, it's withdrawn to my account. It'll be there in a couple of days. I ain't got to worry about it. You just go back. That is crazy. Yeah. My mate today was um he put he put uh 300 pound in the roulette machine online lost it then put another 700 pound in was down 1000 pounds put another 300 pound in and walked away 2 grand up. What? Yeah. So he was down a grand and then he put another 300 pound in and won two grand. So he could have easily ended up absolutely skint, but he, but he hit with his last 300 pound. He said he was, he said he, he said at one point he did a 600 pound spin. <laughs> you know what I mean? I felt. Oh, a sharp, sharp stab in the stomach on that one. And you'd only do that because you're because you got the money to do it. So because he's won money and he's been up a few grand recently, he's obviously getting more risky with things. And I'm just I'm just hoping the money gets in his account soon, so he doesn't reverse any more withdrawals. Because already this week he's reversed a couple of withdrawals. I know he has. And at the moment, he's doing good. He's like nearly, five, you know, he's about five grand in profit. But over over the week, you know, over the last week and a half, two weeks, I'm sure it's only about a week and a half though, because we met like last week, um, last weekend, and then now the, today you're looking at nearly midweek, aren't you? So, but yeah, it's scary, man. It's scary that people are like that. Like I, I enjoy the buzz as well. I have a bit of an addictive personality when it comes to betting, but I just I, I do it controlled with, you know taking note of what I'm betting yeah. and doing small stakes yeah. that way if I do small stakes I can get quite a lot of races out of it so I still get the buzz do you know what I mean I'm kind of managing it 
Jeez. I'm smart. You know, he, he lives at home. I have a more, I have mortgage to pay, two different things. True. True. Yeah, so obviously he can be more risky about it, but still, I think it's ridiculous. But damn, I mean, <laughs> take his £600 and putting it into a 50-50 system. Not even 50-50, because the house always wins. A number is 30, 36, 36, 35, 36 to 1. Something like that. 36, 37 to 1. That's a number. So he's betting on a number. He's not betting on a number. He's betting on a group of numbers. But yeah, I mean, you could kind of say it's 50-50 because he's probably betting on maybe not half. So let's say maybe he's got a one in three chance because he's probably betting on a third of the numbers. And that's too rich for my blood. Yeah, and because there's a, you know, like on a roulette table, there's a zero. Yeah. So the zero means that um, basically the house is always in, has an advantage because that is an extra number, but you don't get the odds on that one. So you can bet on zero and you can bet on anything up to 36, but you only get, you only get 36 to one odds. Does that make sense? Yeah. But there's an extra number and the extra number zero, which always means that the house has an advantage. Yeah. That's how roulette works. Oh, and then on top of that, think about all the... I, mean, <laughs> I was in the bit in Choptown Camden not that long ago, and there was some guy in there, older guy, like middle-aged guy, and uh, he looked like in a suit and everything. He looked like, you know, he must have a good job and stuff, I'd assume. And uh, he was playing roulette, doing like 200-pound spins, and then he just started punching the machine. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, you fucking bastard. Boom. And just did it. And like, obviously, like you, in my head, I'd be like, if I worked there, I'd be like, mate, you can't do that. Nothing. No sound. No, please, mate, can you stop banging the machine? Win some of his money back, gets up to about 400 quid, starts doing 100 pound spins. You know, as a, as a couple of winners, as a couple of losers, you know, he's not really making much money. Suddenly, you know, he continues, he continues, gets down to 200 pounds, gets down to 100 pounds you know, loses the £100 down, you know, he's basically lost everything. Bang! Kicks it, punches it. Oh, you fucking bad. Your machine is a fix, it's a fix. But, you know, they're just like looking at him like, this is, well, this happens every day. You know, this is normal. Yeah, yeah. Not, you can't do that, mate. You can't try and, you can't punch up the machine. To them, they're making money. They don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean he should have kind of knew it was a fix when he only had £100 left. Like, that might have been a strong sign that you know <laughs> but it's all or nothing man for most people most people don't know how to walk away it's all or nothing in their mind they're, they're fixed already what you know and I think he probably, probably he probably wasted 400 quid so you think he probably came in there thinking I'm walking away with less than 800 I ain't, if I don't double my money I'm walking away with nothing that's probably what he walked in there like yeah true if you're putting four hundred pound in, you want to win at least double it, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, even though we're talking about gambling right, right here at the moment, you could say the same for adrenaline junkies, like people jumping out of planes, going into a cage in shark-infested water. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Why? 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 Are you... Like, yeah, it's a different type of risk. It's not a 
it's not a financial risk it's a, a health risk yeah yeah but you you, you you do more and more more you know more risks for your life and but also some people yeah people get i mean that's the it's like one of those taboo things isn't it like i used to talk about in school like taboo like things that are taboo like like death um there's a I don't know what the word is. I'm trying to think of the right word, but there's a there's a lot more like I guess an adrenaline rush from it, isn't there? Like of the potential of of dying, <laughs> a, of the potential of you know they say like sex and death are very similar. <laughs> Sometimes the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, like people have weird sexual uh, fantasies, don't they? Or um, addiction you know sexual addictions or like like bondage yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah exactly i don't know why it was the first thing that came up but yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i mean bondage um when people they cut each other all that stuff i know what you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. people people use like hot wax and <laughs> hot wax yeah 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 Whips, whips. Um, you know, some people like being sub- submissive and like being told what to do. And there's mad, there's mad interests people have. Like, you know, I mean, some people are just fascinated by a particular body part. I mean, it gets to extreme things that I'm not even going to go into. Do you know what I mean? Do you know? I'm not going to say any names, but <laughs> let's let's just say Ms. H <laughs> or someone that worked in um. I'll work in premises and she had a friend who was making money off having cheesy feet. She had, sorry, she had her or her mate? She, her mate had cheesy feet. <laughs> and she would, and she would get paid to film herself rubbing cheese in her feet. No. And sent shoes and she would wear the shoes and send it back to the, the people that sent it to her. What? Yeah, and she was making moolah. <laughs> what the hell? Nah. Oh, it's madness. What? Yeah. So, so the the guys had a fascination with stinky feet. Yep. And they'd send special cheese. So I mean, one day. Sorry, what? who would spend send special cheese? The. The, the the clientele. Sorry, so the guy would send her what to her address. Yep. Would send her specific types of cheese yep. to her address to make her rub it on her feet. Yep. And then what? And then they, he, they'd either watch over cam or <laughs> they'd actually send her shoes as well. And she'd wear the shoes and send it back. And I guess they'd sniff the shoes, I guess. That's, that's all I can... I guess. But, uh, I just needed a vape to get over that. <laughs> but she was getting paid crazy moolah. Like, she had that red Leicester down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if that was any of that, like... That blue Stilton or anything like that—that'd be wrong. Not <laughs> <laughs> the one with a mold in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It... Boy, that's put me off cheese, man. I, I had a cheese on Sunday. I had a cheese board for my dessert. That's put me off, man. 
depends, <laughs> depends where that cheese was first. I can never see the laughing cow on TV again. <laughs> Boy, that cow's like, allow it. <laughs> it's not laughing anymore. <laughs> oh, gee. oh, man. It, it, wow. it, you could just not it's a new meaning to cheese strings isn't it <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. this is a true story so you know yeah no, I believe you I believe you like I mean you know people having fascination with women's feet is not that strange I don't think personally but what the weight the, the variation that you just described is extremely unusual to me and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty freaky. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Swinger. <laughs> like, I'm an open-minded person, but yeah, I'm. That's not my bag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes you think. What, what, I mean, there's, there's there's a few questions that I have to ask. Like, how did you find out you were into? cheese feet um why are you into that (laughs) (laughs) and what do you what do you do with those shoes once you're they're sent back to you like i guarantee he sniffed that shit yeah gives it the biggest sniff he's ever given anything in his life that is that is Hey. Yeah, that's that's fascinating, but I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it isn't that far off from um, kind of its um, its sister, fart porn. <laughs> What's that? I <laughs> said, so, yeah, it's like it's it's sister variation in in the kind of pornography area known as fart porn. I have never heard of that before in my life. Don't, don't lie to me, man. Fart. You know about this. Yeah, like gas. <laughs> I just need to be clear. I just need to be clear on what I heard. All right, all I'm gonna say is this: you're telling me you've never heard of Brazilian fart porn, and it's from a spe- specific place as well. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, shit! Uh, <laughs> well, it yeah, yeah, I mean it's 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 well known in that area, yeah. I ain't even heard of it in the UK, and now you're to go, you're taking it South America. This, I, that, this doesn't have the same, this doesn't have the same um, ring to it, does it? I guess not. <laughs> the old English fireball. <laughs> Brazilian, a whole nother level. <laughs> oh, oh lord. Yeah, that's like that's like the step up from what you were just telling me. <laughs> and to think that there is a step up is the crazy thing. This is this is opening up some deep dark like, doors. Part of, me, part of me wants to say you need to check it out, but then another part of me is like, I don't, I wouldn't really recommend anyone to check it out. <laughs> yeah, I only know about. You, all right, so this this comes to the, to the WhatsApp group, the lads WhatsApp groups, which obviously you have them, I have them. So, do, if you do, you have a, a WhatsApp group where people just put in really random shit, like random, 
videos or random memes or you know where you just literally stuff some of the stuff that even comes in is questionable yeah do you yeah, have a group yeah. so in one of those groups of lads <clears throat> i've been subjected to a video showing brazilian football wow yeah yeah i, I would i would have to have an offline conversation <laughs> <laughs> But it's literally to them, it's hilarious. They love it. They think it's just absolutely hilarious. And it is kind of hilarious. That's the thing. But it's not really that fun to watch. It's it's kind of a bit shit, really. Literally. Yeah, I think once you've seen it once, you've seen it all. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I mean, people are paying for that. Um... I mean, I guess. I don't really know. I'm not really sure wh- whether there's a monetary value to it. <laughs> <laughs> or whether it's just like, yeah, I'm Brazilian. You're standing there or you're sitting down. My ass is near your face. You're getting some. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're using perfectly good film reel for this. I know, I know. But people into this, same as the way they are with rubbing cheese on your smelly on, on smelly feet. Yeah, 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 that's true. It's yeah, Touche. people, you know, whatever floats your boat. That that that's a. Just don't stick your cheesy feet in my face or fight in my face, because then we're gonna have a problem. Yeah, like <laughs> you, I mean, you could get that for free. <laughs> just, just. Northern line, man. You just... <laughs> yeah, but was it from someone Brazilian? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if they're Brazilian. Until you have, you know, you can't really judge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's not my bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, randomly coming back to betting just because, you know. Because we were going to a dark, dark place. Yeah, yeah we, we, nearly, we nearly went to the, to the dark web there. So let's, <laughs> let's pull ourselves back into the light. Um, well, not exactly into the light because it was about a bet. But, <laughs> but what do you think of this bet? I think I'm doing it tomorrow. So Chelsea, Arsenal and Real Madrid all to win. It was five to one, now seven to one. Chelsea... Arsenal and Real Madrid. Do you want to know who they're playing? Yeah, shoot. So Chelsea at home against Huddersfield. Okay. Arsenal away at Leicester. <sighs> and Real Madrid away at Sevilla. Oh, that is a... That's not a straightforward forward bet, man. No, at all. But Chelsea should beat Huddersfield. But actually, let's let's have a look at the old Premier League table right now. See, because I'm sure it's close at the bottom. See, Huddersfield's fighting for survival. That's a hungry Huddersfield. That is true. That is true. And three points. Well, on goal difference, unless they get absolutely hammered, they will stay. Well, actually, no, no, no. They're they're going to stay above anyway. After this game, it's the last game that determines what happens to them, really, because they're currently on 36 points, three points above Swansea with a game in hand. So no matter what happens, 
they're still going to be just above the relegation zone. Yeah. It's their, final, it's their final game that is the most important one. Chelsea, on the other hand, need to win that game because that puts them in the top four. Yeah. But but Huddersfield got a point at City. True. True. So that's that game. Arsenal, mm, well, they're not going to be getting in the top four. So not much... Not, you know, not much, to play for. not much for them to be fighting for, but it's Arsenal. I don't think they want to lose to Leicester. Leicester's current form is loss, loss, draw, loss, loss. So they should win that game. And uh, Sevilla and Real Madrid. Well, I mean, it's Real Madrid, but Sevilla is not a shit team, is, is it? No, they're a good team. They are a good yeah, side. So, but their last five are loss, draw, draw, loss, win. They only won the last game. Out of the other four, they haven't really won anything. And the Real Madrid are on a bit of a weird one at the moment. Draw, win, draw, win, draw. Hmm. But their goal difference is 45. Athletic Real Madrid is 35. And they've got a game in hand. If they win this game, they go second. It depends if they... Is that a hungry Real Madrid? That's the thing. So, I mean... The one I'm worried about, now you've said it, funny enough, and is the game at first I thought would be the easiest. The one I'm worried about the most is the Chelsea versus Huddersfield one. Now now we've talked it through, that's the one I'm worried about. Even though you'd think that would be the easiest game, I think that's the game that's going to be the hardest. And Chelsea have been a bit all over the place lately as well. Yeah, I saw them against City. They, they look like a hungry side. But... Chelsea, this is the thing though. Chelsea have the form of draw, win, 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 win. So one draw, four wins in a row. Do you know what the craziest thing is that the team that I'd be most worried about in that bit is actually Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Leicester's form is terrible though. They should win that game. Chelsea should win just on their form alone. Real Madrid and Sevilla is a, is a, is a weirder one, but then it means a lot to Real Madrid to become, I think being second for them, it's quite important to to be above Atletico Madrid. Is important, don't you think? Yeah, I think you. I think you'd probably get a result for Madrid and Chelsea, but Arsenal. Oh. <laughs> They're just like disappointing. I, I don't even have the word. I mean, Arsene Wenger's resigned. The, the teams are shambles and. Leicester have Vardy and Mares, and Mares on his day. Unplayable. Do you know what's crazy, right? Is Arsenal have more losses than any other team in the top seven. Even more than Burnley. Did you say that's crazy? Yeah. Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> they've been shocking this season. I mean, they're six out of seven, so you would expect it to be somewhere like that. But it's like ridiculous. Like Man City, two losses. Liverpool, five losses. Man United and Tottenham, seven losses. Chelsea, nine losses. Burnley, 11. Arsenal, 12 losses. That's terrible for Arsenal. 12 losses. The fact they compete with Burnley says it all. Yeah, Burnley literally are six points away from them. Don't get me started on, on Arsenal. <laughs> it's just it's like a bad relationship <laughs> just keep on going back to you. yeah I know exactly what you mean 
That's painful. Man. Can you hear that? Yeah, what was that? That's my vape. Oh. That's my, my vaping machine. It's like army grade. It's like I could smash this against the floor and it would, would just probably bounce back up again. <laughs> <laughs> it would bounce back up with a commando knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> It's about the closest thing to having to smoking shisha. That's that's the kind of power you're looking at. Jeez, yeah, I'm afraid of those things. I mean, I'm not a smoker anyway, but those vape things just look too complicated to put together. That's exactly what I thought when I got it. I was like, "What the hell am I getting into?" But now I've got one. You know, if it means I'm smoking less, then hey, it's good. And I've always wanted a shisha pipe at home. And the last time I bought one, when I went to like, I think it was when I was in Egypt, I got one. When I got it home, it had a little little hole in it. It had a little crack in it. And that's it. It's fucked after that. You can't use them anymore. Oh, wow. All the way from Egypt as well. Yep. I should have just got one in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might have worked out. <laughs> <laughs> just when you're there you get a bit happy you know what I mean like yeah shisha wow pipe and they're, and, they're, and they're cheap out there as well I can see why <laughs> <laughs> I can see why so have you heard of this program called 60 Days In no so it's about um, people that volunteer to go in prison Okay, let, let me let me get people volunteer to go into prison. Yeah, for sixty days. So they choose to. <laughs> yeah, for a TV program. Hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I'm listening. <laughs> so yeah, I watched the first season a while ago, like quite a while ago actually. It was on like. I think it even ended up coming on Channel 4, I think, as well. Um, and, like, you know, the people from all different backgrounds, even um, uh, Muhammad Ali's daughter went in. Tatiana? Yeah. Jeez, man, it must be it must be hard for her. <laughs> like, like, no, nah, it must have really, really been hard because, I mean, your, your dad's was, like, the oh, no, greatest. No, no, it's not Tatiana. No, it's not Tatiana. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> No, Tatiana Ali, is that is she related to Yeah, that's Muhammad Ali? That's Muhammad Ali's daughter, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking nah, it's not. She, she was a boxer. One minute. Maybe I'm thinking of ain't Tatiana Ali the one from Fresh Prince of Bel Air? There was a Tatiana from Fresh Prince. There was? Yeah. But you're not talking about that one. No. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, it is that one, and it must be her. It must be the one you're talking about. Um, why is it so hard to find on, on the internet this is just crazy every one of them is coming up with the one from Fred Pinsabella <laughs> <laughs> it's like the other one doesn't even exist but like she had to go in there with a completely different name obviously because like, they would have known who she was she's like you know a larger woman yeah 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 she is she's, she's a heavyweight <laughs> So yeah, she went in. Yeah, so she went, she was one of the people that went in. There's one crazy, crazy guy, right? Who like went in there, and they were like, "Look, when you're in there, don't you know? Don't put any attention on yourself, you know. 
be consistent with your story, you know, make sure you have a story and it makes sense. You know, don't let any holes be in there. Be, be as vague as possible. You don't want to give them too much detail because then they'll start picking holes in your story. And if they hint at all, you could be a cop or you could be, you know, a volunteer, whatever, that's been put in a prison as part of a TV show, whatever, you know, they will come for you. And this guy literally like starts just chatting bear waffle and just making noise and, you know, trying to like befriend people and just, he's acting really strange yeah. and like, I literally have to pull him out and put him in like, you know, like one of those like confined cells where there's no, you know, where no one can get to you. Like isolation or something. Yeah, so they say he's causing issues and stuff, but it's because they know he's going to get fucked up. <laughs> and then he goes in there and he's like, yeah, I love it in there. And he starts like, doing press-ups and stuff and, you know, acting all tough in there. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, it's great. I, you know, I'm on my own. I'm getting to meditate. I'm doing push-ups and, you know, all this stuff. And actually, like, you can just tell the guy's just, just it's, it's just all, it's all bravado. Like, he's just like, sh he was shitting himself and knew he was going to get fucked up. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I don't want to leave. Like, I'm happy in here. I'm fine. <laughs> and then he starts faking this issue with his stomach saying he's got a problem with his stomach <laughs> and they remove, eventually they remove him from the prison and he doesn't even do his 60 days so after all being tough and all that he ends up being the first person taken out of the prison that is a crazy concept so, yeah. so, what, so what, what do they get at the end is it like last survivor or something like that no, no, it's not for my. Like, I assume they must. Obviously, they've been filmed and they're going in for sixty days. There must be some kind of money they're getting to be, participate in the experiment. Yeah, but it's not about a winner. It's just you. You know, if you make the sixty days, you've obviously completed what you came in to do. That was your objective. So if you leave beforehand, obviously you did. You know, you're going to look like a dickhead, didn't you? Yeah. And all you got, all you got to do is stay in there. All you got to do is like, you know, you can make friends with people and that, but you know, don't. It's don't make yourself look like a dickhead and don't like go in there like acting like a tough guy or whatever and just just keep your head down low and like experience it because a lot of people that go are going in there have a reason like uh you know like one of my family members was in jail and I want to know what they had to go through or I'm a correctional officer and I want to see from the other side what it's like or I'm a police officer you know I like the way you just casually said well, yeah, you can go in there and make friends, you know, with like with Bob the axe murderer, you know. <laughs> no, but this happened like like in the first season. There's a guy that you know made friends with a couple of guys, and they're not, you know, they're obviously criminals, you know, like they've done bad stuff. But you know, he really like one of them. Oh, I know what it was. He was like an army guy, like he'd he'd been in he'd been in the army, and like one of the guys in there had a tattoo, and he could tell by the tattoo that the guy was an army guy in it. So. He was like, oh, you've been in the forces? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And they start talking. And obviously, at first, he's a bit, like, weary of him. But over time, they they grow to have a really good friendship. And he's like, yeah, I'm only in here for, like, you know, whatever, like, two months, whatever. It was only a misdemeanor, like, a small, it was only a small incident that I was involved in. And he's like, but when we get out, you know, we should, like, meet up and stuff. And, you know, they become really close friends. And, like, he's like, oh, like, it's really hard because I have to hide it from him. I can't tell him that. I'm not actually a prisoner like that. This is me volunteering. It's like really tough, you know, and some people go in there thinking they're going to change somebody and give them advice or, you know, make a difference, you know, but obviously, you know, most of the time it's hard to go in there and actually change someone's life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I didn't realise this back, like, because I've got Sky now, I was checking on it and they've got like, damn, since the one I watched, they've got three more seasons of it. And it's on what? 
channel? Let me just check. Let me just write. So you go to like your TV guide, you press the blue button. Anyone who's got Sky, this is what you do. Press your blue button. You're putting 60, 60 days in. 60 days in. Or they call it the gel. 60 days in. And boom, that comes the episodes. And if I just go to one of the episodes, it should say what channel it's on. Crime and Investigation. It's a Sky channel. I have never heard of that channel before. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's in the set, you know, with like things like Discovery and the History Channel and all of those ones. Now you've got like Dis- Discovery ID. It's like, you know, it's like a, like a crime channel, but based off of the Discovery Channel. And then they've got this one called Crime and Investigation. Is is that like a few channels away from the Hallmark channel? <laughs> it might be, it might be. <laughs> but I didn't know. Like, literally, they, they, they had the first one, in it? Like for 60 days. And then what they did is two weeks later, and this is, I'm now on the second season, I've just started it. Two weeks later, they're stuck in another lot. So they can't, they can't leave it too long because otherwise people catch on, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks later, they sent in another lot and they're sent in different, you know, you've got the women and the men and the women and men are split up and there's a couple of the guys' um, bits and there's a couple of the women's bits. So they're not all together as well. You know, you might get two that are in the same, you know, in the same kind of prison area. And they don't even know that each of them are ones that volunteered. Some of them figure it out eventually, but... They don't even know, you know, so they could be in there for a month and not even realise that someone else is in there who's also a volunteer. Now, it has to be kept proper hush-hush. So, so, so this is basically like reality TV, is, is that what it is? Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? In a prison, it's just absolutely mental. But the reason they did it is because there was a lot of drug use in there, a lot of, you know, a lot of fights and, you know, things that weren't being managed properly. And the guy who runs the prison was like, yeah, we're doing this to try and get intelligence and understand how we can manage the prison better and help reform these prisoners instead of, like, they're coming in here and still committing crime inside the prison. It's a pretty cool concept, actually. Yeah, it's mental. And it's the same one. It's called Clark County Jail. If you're writing Clark County Jail, you'll see stuff about it. Not bad. Yeah, so that's, yeah, just came, yeah, just because I started watching it, just came to my head. Just a mad one, like, I don't even know if many people know about it, but it's quite interesting. I might take a look myself. You got Sky at home? Yeah, I do. I have yeah, never, never heard of that crime channel though. So I think I think they've only got season two, three. They haven't got the first season, but they'll mention it in the second season, and you'll see what I mean. And you'll probably you might see like a clip back from when that Muhammad Ali's daughter was in it. I'm gonna add that to the watch list. <laughs> Oh, did you hear President Trump's like pulled out of this new this Iran nuke deal? Really? Yeah. No, this is breaking news. Well, well, <laughs> to, to me anyway. Yeah, he decided against continuing to waive sanctions um, against Iran. Hmm. 
What are you thinking? I don't really know. I don't know enough about it, but I just saw it and I was just like, I swear, I thought this guy was more into it than anyone else. You know, trying to stop them from using nukes and stuff and, and, and you know, kind of the amount of, you know, nukes that they were able to create and how big their plants were and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know all the details behind it, but I thought he was one of the main ones. You see, Donald Trump is a, is a businessman before he is an actual president, so... Oh, you know, yeah, you know that guy from Iran's been like, I'll give you loads of oil. <laughs> Take some gold. Yeah, you need that oil in America. You've seen them, them guzzling cars they've got. You're going to need it, bruv. I'll make you wigs. <laughs> I'll make you wigs. <laughs> We've got the finest horse hair. <laughs> you ever had a camel wig? <laughs> You want a Persian wig? I'll make a Persian wig. <laughs> You've seen Persian rug? <laughs> Persian rug on your head. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's problem. You know, I reckon once all this gets disclosed and, you know, all the papers come out, that's probably what you signed the deal for. Wigs. Wait, <laughs> there's madness going on. Like, that's just one thing. Next thing, right? Theresa May suffers 12th Brexit defeat in House of Lords as peers vote to scrap the formal March 2019 divorce date. So what that means is that the date we was meant to come away from the EU, they have withdrawn from that date and gone against Theresa May. See, I think... (laughs) I think... No one actually knows what Brexit is about. <laughs> I thought it was a biscuit. I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was a biscuit as well. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like a it sounds like a delightful biscuit with probably sesame seeds on top, <laughs> like a pouch of Kit Kat. Yeah. <laughs> Have a break. Have a Brexit. <laughs> Get caught so, short in the mornings. <laughs> Before you exit, have a Brexit. <laughs> she, I think Theresa May needs us on the campaign. That's 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 what she needs. That's what she needs. Yeah, literally, because I mean, when Brexit first came out, I was like, okay, you want to come at the EU? Cool, you want to do your own thing? Boss life, boss levels. And then, and then she came out and said, "There's going to be a soft and a hard Brexit." <laughs> the one after you've put it in your tea, or the one when it comes out the packet. <laughs> <laughs> it was at that point that I reckon everybody that voted for it knew they messed up. Yeah. And yeah, it, and then it made me think like. Is she talking about a movie? <laughs> <laughs> Is she talking about porn? <laughs> you get soft porn and hard porn. <laughs> First, you get the soft Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> and now I just think people are just like, you know what? <sighs> we don't know what it is, but you know, because we voted for it, we can't um, look stupid. <laughs> we already look stupid we look fucking stupid yeah and she don't even know what it is alright I'm gonna wait until 
they decide that this was dumb in the first place and they decide not to leave the EU and I'm going to bring out a song called I'm Bringing Brexit Back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bringing Brexit back. Trump in the background, Theresa May. What are those guys called? I can't remember what they're called now. You know, the fucking racist fuckers that keep changing their names. Britain first. I'm going to have them at the back. Bring in Brexit back. Yeah. Take it to the chorus. <laughs> oh, so my This is what it says. The government's defined the point of Brexit, had defined the point of Brexit as 11 p.m. on March the 29th, 2019, in its European Union withdrawal bill. But peers voted 311 to 233, a majority of 78 to remove the date in a move likely to spark fears among Brexiteers of a bid to delay or even thwart the UK's withdrawal from the bloc. Oh, oh, they're called Brexiteers now. Yeah. I could think of a few. I could think of a few other names. <laughs> so they're trying to fault the UK's withdrawal from the bloc. They're making it sound gangster. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm staying on the block. <laughs> oh my day! Don't be fooled by the racks that I got. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think I think it's worrying times when you you vote for something and you number one you didn't know what it's about. <laughs> number two, you, number two, you thought it was going to get rid of all the immigrants, and then you realised that it had nothing to do with immigrants, and it had everything to do with deals and money. Yep, and then. You still don't know the difference between soft and a hard Brexit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was complicated. Why are you trying to give us two different types? We either, we either is either Brexit or it's not Brexit. Just or it's leave the EU or not leave the EU. Why are you giving us all these weird options? Yeah, it's like I, I don't. And then, I mean, me personally, I'd say give me the middle Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Falling in my tea. Yeah, the... I want it soft enough that it soaked up the juice. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking. About. That's the that's the kind of Brexit I can get down with. <laughs> or I want to be on the block sometimes, but other times I don't. <laughs> I can't be on a block all day, otherwise I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> don't want to be a player no more. <laughs> Oh, it, it, it's it's music reference night tonight. Isn't it? That's 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 what it is. Oh, Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. At the end of the day, we know, like, like you know, if anyone watches Scandal or any of these political programs, or whatever, I know, obviously, they sensationalize things. But at the end of the day, it's all about power. It's all about money, and being part of the EU. Power, money. You know, you can say, oh, on our own, we'll have more power, but. If they're like, yeah, well, you're not going to get a good deal from us and, you know, it's going to fuck up all your importing and exporting into Europe and, you know, 
we're going to just fuck you over. Eventually, you're going to give in and you're going to go, actually, we made a mistake. And can we please come back? Yeah. we want to be part of you. That's, what is, that's what's happening. Ugh. People realise, people are realising that all the things that they said was going to happen ain't happened. Oh, and we're going to lose out. Imagine, imagine our rep after that, man. With the EU, we're gonna we're just gonna be those cats that's like, oh, remember those guys? Yeah, <laughs> try to act bad. <laughs> <laughs> when you got like someone like Trump going, oh yeah, you know the UK, you know making that decision. So you know that was a you know a really strong, powerful decision, and all this, you know, acting like he's backing it and all that. But that guy as well. No one wants him there either. I'm just going to move to Switzerland. <laughs> I'm neutral. <laughs> Switzerland. Hey, I like the Swiss. They're just like, yo, whatever. <laughs> like, just look, just put me in front of a lake. That's all I need. Put me in front of a lake. Or a Lido, which is basically a lake with a bit of cordoned off rope. I'll just jump in that lake. That's special rope. That's special rope. <laughs> yeah, that's what their Lidos are like. You know, like, with Brixton Lido. Yeah. It's basically a swimming pool. Like, in Switzerland, you jump in the lake. That's your Lido. Get in the lake, man. Those waters, they'll, they'll make you... They'll add some years on your life. <laughs> it's crazy, bruv. Like, they've got fucking, like, diving boards and shit. Into the lake. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, they've got like pit, you know, like little little kind of pier, you know, little bits like you know, like kind of bits where you can just walk along on the pier and you know, there'll be like a bit on you know, next to the lake and you can go there and have a have a beer or an apple spritz or whatever, sit by the lake. Oh yeah, if the weather's nice, you can jump in the lake. <laughs> I don't know Switzerland's crazy. I don't know what it is about Switzerland, but I just love it. I, I don't know if it's the fact that they're independent. Or it's the fact that there's a place in there called Geneva. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like the place you go when the world's ending. <laughs> there's a safe haven in Gen- Geneva. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds safe. Probably ain't, but it sounds safe. <laughs> and, and you know, if everyone's putting their money there, oh yeah, something must be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got a Swiss bank account. Yeah. My money's in a my money's in a Swiss bank account. I don't pay tax. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about the fact that most of it's like blood money, but <laughs> the Swiss don't care. It's like, hey, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, they don't care because like they don't like no one's telling them what to do. Like they just get on with shit. They're just like the coolest people around the table, and it, like when you when you go to like United Nations or whatever it is, they're just the guys sitting back, like chilled, probably in, yeah, probably near PJs, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, man, Germans, yeah, German Swiss, man, Italian Swiss. <laughs> we just all mix, man. Yeah, we, we cool, man. We cool. Just, just, just chill out, man. Just have sex. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> 
funny enough, check this out. <laughs> I saw this in the paper the other day. So in Switzerland, you can now pick up a bag of marijuana legally, <laughs> legally from Lidl's. True story. What? True story. Nah. True story. Well, I'm going to talk to my Lidl's, mate. <laughs> i got a Lidl's not that far from me. I'm having words. That I'm I'm speechless. How? Like I don't understand. Like it's it's legalized. So you could so you could go Lidl's, pick up your um. The weed was for was was legal there. It is now. I don't even know that. The only places I've been to where league is where weed was legal is uh, Amsterdam and Christiania in Copenhagen. Christy what? Christiania. What's that? What's that, like, Narnia's cousin or something? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for anybody that's listening and is, is like, thinking of going to Copenhagen anytime in the near future, you have to go to Christiania. It is absolutely mental so there is essentially a district in the borough of christian in the in in copenhagen called christiania and in that particular place there is no police and there is no government rule they've got their own rules in the country yes you can just walk in there as long as you're not a police officer, as long as you don't take any photographs, and as long as you, you know, they don't think you look dodgy, you know, like you, you, you know, you're there to, I don't know. I mean, I don't see why they'd have an issue with anyone going in there, as long as they weren't a police officer or, you know, a government official, or whatever. And uh, yeah, they just, there's people with like their face covered. Not everyone is, some people are, some people aren't, but some people cover their face like, and just show their eyes. Um, other people just show their face and that and then there's shops there you can buy every type of weed imaginable like from you know purple haze to you know just different variations of skunk and weed and all that and people live people live there people sell products there you can get space cakes there you can you know you can get weed cakes and stuff um yeah and there's no government rule there's no policing they just live the way they live This is this is some dark web stuff. <laughs> and well, when we got to Copenhagen, my mate started talking to a girl there, and so she said, "Oh, you've got to see it." And she took us there. And I, and I had the first, my first joint in a very long time there. <laughs> and it's called Chris Christy Christiania. Christiania. So if you wrote Christ, if you think Christian, and then I A. Wow, that is pretty messed up. So, just as a description, Freetown Christiania is a green and car-free neighbourhood in Copenhagen, best known for its autonomous inhabitants' different way of life. It was established in 1971 by a group of hippies who who occupied some abandoned military barracks on the site and developed their own set of society rules, completely independent of the Danish government. 
So <laughs> they created their own government in Yep. Wow. Yeah, mad isn't it. That is off the chain. And they have people perform there sometimes. Like literally there was like people just selling hot dogs and shit and burgers. You know, like you'd see at like a festival or whatever, people selling weed and weed cakes and all different variations of weed. You can buy beers there and stuff and all that. Now, some people are careful if there's obviously if they're selling drugs and stuff. Some people are really careful about the way, you know, they don't want to obviously just in case someone does turn up there that is undercover or whatever. They, they're a bit careful about their identity. But most people aren't, you know, most people just that's where they live and that's their place and that's how that's their role, you know, they don't listen to what the government says. You gotta see it. Wow. It's crazy. And where's that Denmark? Yeah. And Copenhagen is fucking brilliant. It's really nice there. It's crazy. That's the last place I think you'd find a place like that. <laughs> exactly. I did I literally look. I love traveling, but I didn't. When I go away with the lads, right? When I go away with my girlfriend, like I make a lot of effort to like research things and, you know, to make sure that I visit tourist spots and, you know, I, I really enjoy all that kind of stuff. When I go away with my mates, especially if they're the ones who made the decision to go somewhere, I'm just like, I'll just go with the flow. So I didn't do any research before I went to Copenhagen. It was only because my mate met a girl one of, one of the nights they were out and then she came and met him like at our hostel and we just had some, you know, like had some drinks and that. And then she was like, oh, I want to show you around Copenhagen. And then she took us to Christiania. Did you walk, did you walk into a wardrobe <laughs> to get, to get there? <laughs> <I didn't... laughs> I walked into Christiania and then up in Narnia. It went award. It was, it was mad though. Cause it got a thing on the, on the wall. Like it's written like a, like kind of like graph just saying like no police. No photos. So that is that. That's mind blowing. That is actually <laughs> mind blowing. Read about it. Like after after we finish this, read about it. Trust me, it's crazy. And it's it's cool. It's really cool as well. And it's actually really nice there. Like it's a nice little spot. There's a bit where you kind of funny enough sitting on a hill going back to the hills now <laughs> sitting on a hill and there's like just like logs and that you can just kind of chill on and smoke weed on and there's like a little lake and that and it's nice man if the weather's nice it's like the cool little spot what is it i wanted to stay but my mates not all of them smoke smoke weed so they were just a bit bored <laughs> what was it with smokers in hills though what, what, what where's that connection come from <laughs> well to be honest usually i wouldn't smoke on a hill especially when i was younger because you don't want to be seen, innit? You want to be somewhere where no one can see you. But yeah, I mean, if you're in a place where they accept it, you can go as high as you want <laughs> to get higher. <laughs> wow. It makes you think, though, like, across the world, like, how many how many places like this ex- actually exist? Yeah, true. Good point. I've never really looked into it, but yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we've got Amsterdam and we know what that's like and that's pretty free-spirited. Christiana is like a little mini Amsterdam in a way, I guess. But just, you know, specific people that have decided they want to live that way of life outside of Copen, not outside of Copenhagen, but outside of the norms of Copenhagen. Yeah, because when I think Copenhagen, I think like bicycles. Yeah, there's bicycles. That's that's about it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like a bigger, like it's bigger than Amsterdam. You know, it's like it's more. It just seems like a bigger city. It seems quite substantial in a way. Um, you know, like it's got big bridges and you know big big stretches of water and and this is just this little thing on its own and it's like it's just quite it's just amazing. It's what I love about traveling. Like just there's these little you know these little gems like wherever you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we never if he never met that girl and started talking to her and it's literally just because he gave her a tip in a bar. He gave her a tip. She was behind the bar. He gave her quite a big tip, and I think he took it out of our whip as a well, little prick. Yeah, that must have been a hell of a tip for her to bring you to. I the... think he gave her a ten pound tip to the Danish Narnia. That's a that's a big tip. Yeah. So imagine like we were buying drinks in there for quite a while, and there was a big group of us. So we must have spent a good few hundred quid in there, and he gave her a ten pound tip, like a nut job. And next minute, like she's like, oh, like I'll meet you later. Like, oh no, no. And then he, I think he exchanged numbers with her, and he saw her later on in a bar somewhere and then she was like oh yeah I'll come and meet us tomorrow I think she kind of wanted to show us around a bit you know okay. say thanks yeah 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 and she was just like I think her mum's like a hippie and stuff so like you know they must love that place oh jeez that's that that sounds like the most random holiday well I mean most of the time we just went to bars and got drunk but yeah there was that as well <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah yeah, yeah, let's explore. And everyone else was like, wait, this girl is going to take us to our death. <laughs> I was like, ah, man, she's all right. She's fine. She's like a hippie chick, man. She's not going to do anything. And then, like, you know, a couple of, couple of the group was like, yeah, all right, and yeah, yeah, let's go. So we all went. And it was, and she was like, yeah, it's only a 15-minute walk, but it took about 45 minutes to walk there. Yeah. It was, and it was nice weather there as well. It was proper hot in Copenhagen at the time. Obviously, you guys ain't seen Taken. <laughs> I was thinking, look, if one girl can take all of us, then we're probably we probably deserve to be taken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> there's some big guys in my group. Like, I wouldn't want to fuck with them. Yeah, but it could have been like, oh, let's just go down this alleyway, just just down this way, and then this, <laughs> and then there's some undertaking looking characters waiting for you. <laughs> Ah, uh, the best thing was like we come back. Uh, only, only like two of us were smoking weed with her, and uh, well, it was more like skunk. But yeah, so we come back. I'm like a little stoned and thinking, damn, like this is like first time I've been stoned in years. And one of the other guys, like my mate's brother, he was stoned. And then we get back to the hotel, and he like pops away. Ends <laughs> <laughs> up having go back to the hotel room. He go ends up going home, going back to the hotel room early because he's just fucked. <laughs> I was loving it. I was stoned, but I felt good. Like it's nice to feel good because I came off. I come off smoking all that shit because of the way it started making me feel. Like started making me feel like shit. Like I wasn't enjoying it anymore. But that time it was good. That was some good shit. Wow. Yeah, I am. I am non grass smoking. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, you, you don't you don't have to go there and buy a weed. I mean, just go there and visit and see what it's like. No, yeah, but I mean, just 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 the concept alone is is crazy. Yeah, there's, there's just a group of people just decided, well, we're going to make our own rules. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that's crazy. We're, like, we're going to do it in your country. 
But it's like, doesn't that kind of like, isn't that just a, a kind of a kind of metaphor for life? You know, like that actually you can do whatever the fuck you want, really, within reason. But like that, nothing's impossible. Like, if you're not happy with the way you're living, or you're not happy with rules, there is there are alternatives. You have to like start your own on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you know what? Actually, thinking about this, you got—I don't know if you've seen it, but you got people that actually live in like fantasy realms. So anything you're right, anything's possible. What do you mean, people live in fantasy realms? Like people that actually think they're World of Warcraft characters. Oh, okay. You mean like? Um... I can't remember the name of it, but I know exactly what you mean, yeah. Where they actually do reenactments and stuff. Yeah, and... yeah. And, and they literally they literally go by the name of, like, Dark Lord or something. Like that. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got, like, people that, when they're on the actual software, like World of Warcraft or whatever, yeah, they take it quite seriously. But then you've got people that actually dress as it and reenact it. Yeah. Like, like it's like a game, like a, it's kind of like a game, isn't it? Like, you know, like or like a, that's their social activity that they do after. Yeah, it's a proper community. And you've got the ones that do the cards as well, you know, like where they play with a card. Like, it's like a card game, but with the characters on it as well. Now, now that's deep. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's its own thing as well. Like, there's some funny South Park episodes about that stuff. All of that stuff. Is South Park still on? Yeah. Wow, that thing is going strong. Oh yeah, definitely, and it is always up to date with what's going on. You know what I mean, always. Is it as I mean, is it as funny though? Because that used to that used to be pretty funny. It's still as funny as it ever was. Yeah, I I I can't. When when the new seasons of of South Park start, I am so excited because I'm like, what are they going to come up with next? What are they going to take the piss out of? You know, and you know it's going to be like really current with the news and what's going on. They're always on point. Like that's why it probably takes some time to get it ready, and then you know, like, and then like the episodes just are thick and fast. Like they, and then they have a little break in the middle. They must like kind of like gather up their intelligence, and then like, <laughs> and then have a break and do it again. <laughs> the craziest thing for any of the listeners like listening now is you're talking about gathering up intelligence, then they go and watch it, and the first thing you see is Cartman. And that's the end of that intelligence. <laughs> but this is the, but obviously, you know, it's like a silly, you know, it's a silly adult cartoon. But it's so smart what they do and what they put in it is so smart. Like if you really break down all the little bits and bobs they put into it and how it relates to things that are going on in current day, and sometimes like they're even ahead of the game. Like they'll take the piss out of like Trump, for example, and then something similar will happen in real life in the news. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like him tweeting or something, they'll take the piss out of it and then he'll do a stupid tweet. Like, just that's a really basic example, but I'm just saying, like, it is, sometimes it's like, I swear they can tell the future. It's madness. Like Trump for president, then it happens. Yeah. Yeah. He got some secret intel, man. But it's because they know how crazy America is. That's why. 
that's they know that the extreme shit that people the extreme shit that people do like in that country and how varied it is across all the different states they know that anything's possible again not you know coming back to it like it's some kind of fucking you know like some punchline anything is possible <laughs> in america yeah definitely And you know, so like, I mean, I know about this stuff anyway, but it was kind of cool watching it in an episode. So there's a show called The Good Fight, right? And the show is about like a lawyer firm and it comes from another show. It's like a spin-off of a show that was on a few years back called The Good Wife. Okay. Which doesn't sound very interesting, but actually it was a quite a good show. But The Good Fight is taking a few of the characters from that and then they're in this spin-off show. One of the episodes though, right? is talking about the stuff around um, targeted kind of social media and how they utilise like advertising certain things to make people think a certain way. Yeah. And it's very similar to what happened during the Trump campaign against Hillary Clinton. But the way they explain it, it's like, fuck me. Like, this is crazy. Like, they they don't target everybody, right? They'll target people based on their profiles and their interests, and then they use that against them. Jeez. So say there's a group of people like me and you, right, and we have specific interests that they think they can influence because of what we've said we're into. They'll utilise that, and then they'll say something bad against things that we care about, and they'll say it's it was Hillary Clinton that did it, that she said those things and she has these opinions and then it will make you think negatively about her. That is deep. Yeah. And they can target certain people to make sure that the adverts appear on your Facebook page or your Twitter or wherever it is, or Instagram. You know, now, with all of these things now, adverts pop up, don't they? Yeah, they do. So they, they utilize it to to kind of brainwash certain people. And the reason, I mean, they weren't relating it to Trump, but you can see how it relates to to um, political campaigns. But they were mainly talking about it from, a, from the point of view of a case. And they targeted jurors that were on this particular uh, jury, you know, that were on jury duty. And they they basically targeted their profiles to say bad things about um, the people that were on the defence, you know, the people that were defending the person who was being accused of the crime. Yeah. So they they targeted those people. So they had negative image of the people that were on the defence, and then they also obviously made the guy that was being accused as well. They were made him look really bad as well. Jeez, I, I tell you, the so, the power of social media is no joke. Ah, oh, it's mad. And they're narrowing, they're narrowing down the targeting to specific people. So it's not like, oh, they're just putting out to millions of people and hoping someone grabs onto it. They're targeting you because of who you are, what your belief system is, what your values are, what intro, what TV shows you like, what kind of area you live in, you know, whether you're middle class or lower class. They're utilising those things against you. If they, if, if they wanted to, they could. I'm not saying everyone does this, but I'm saying it's possible to do that. I feel like we should have like an X Files theme button. We could just press right now. 
<laughs> and this is no conspiracy theory. This is real. This is real and it's happening. No, yeah, it is. It is. It's all leading to... Um... Have you heard of Hive Mind? Yeah. It's all leading to stuff like that. Like one mind thinking. Yeah, there was a weird there was a weird sci-fi show about something like that. Where like these aliens came, you know, kind of like an independence day type thing, but it was like a cheaper version, you know? Yeah. But the whole thing ended up being that they were they were taking people to make them part of this high of mind. So they were like they were taking over the earth because that was the ultimate goal was that there would be instead of human beings, it would be this hive mind and everyone would be part of that instead. Jeez. It was fucking weird. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it started already. Like I saw, I saw online the other day that one of, one of the Kardashians, which one is it? The one that's just had the, the, the child. Who uh, just had the child? Yeah. Chloe. With the rapper. Chloe? No, not Chloe. Oh. The, the, the younger one. I'm, I only know Chloe. Um, what's her name? There's, there's, there's another one, a young one. I think she. Kebe. I think she. Um. Kebe Kardashian. Kebe. <laughs> nah, that's the child, man. <laughs> I think she I think she had a child with Travis Travis Scott or something like that. <laughs> um oh, I think I'm talking about as well now. You, you know the most annoying the most annoying Courtney? one? Is it Courtney? Why have they all got K's in their name? Uh, it's weird, isn't it? It's even worse than that though. You know their friends? Ain't their friends like Kylie and Kendall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all K's. But then do you realise some conspiracy? Do you realise that? They've all been out with black guys, right? Yeah. And all the black guys' careers have been destroyed. Oh, yeah, this is deep. And if you put all their three, if you put all the three main sisters' um, initials together, first one nah. is KKK. Just, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Conspiracy theory. That's conspiracy. That's conspiracy worthy, I think. That is conspiracy worthy. Someone needs to look into that shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that is conspiracy. That's conspiracy worthy. Right, look look at Kanye. Hmm. <laughs> Why does he now look like the black Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen... Have you uh, this? This is going slightly off topic, but have you seen the the little um what do you call it memes memes and memes? Have you seen the little memes that they've done of <laughs> when they say Kanye is in his um dark place from Get Out? <laughs> One sec, I'm going to try and check. Have a look now. I haven't, no, but I am looking now. It is the funniest, funniest thing. <laughs> is it Kanye in the sunken place? In the sunken place, yeah. What is this about? So have you seen Get Out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get out. It's sick. That's a really good movie. So do you remember when the mum, 
hypnotized. Yeah, when he starts crying. Yeah. yeah. So they're saying that's how. <laughs> that's how. That's how Kanye is when he's with Kim. I don't know what this is. <laughs> what what is this picture from though? Like where did they get this picture of him looking like he's crying? It's from it's from Get Out. <laughs> no, no, the no. What do you mean it's from Get Out? That no, I mean a picture of Kanye. They've used a few pictures. No, but the one where it looks like he's crying. Like where did they get that from? I don't know where they got that from. So I've seen these ones that's like the like cartoon versions of Kanye with blonde hair. Oh yeah. But there's, there's one where it's actually a picture of him, a real picture, and it looks like he's literally crying. <laughs> what, is that without Photoshop? Yeah, without Photoshop, yeah. But there is a funny one where like he's got a hat on and all that, and he says, he says like, Kanye, get out. <laughs> <laughs> so, <coughs> so that's like, that's a big meme that's going around right now. Wow. Of Kanye in the sunken place. All I'm saying is, brother, get out. Yeah, I'm sending this warning right now. Oh, geez. I'm not, see, this is the thing. I'm not a big social media person, so I'll probably miss. I've probably missed this one. But ne- yeah, that's actually quite funny. Neither am I, but this one actually made TV. Like, it made TV. Yeah. <laughs> that shows you that there's nothing, nothing good enough to be on TV. That this actually made TV because Kim supposedly came out and said that it's it's not funny anymore. Like. <laughs> So this this kind of fits quite nicely with your um, with your um, conspiracy theory about the Kardashians and their free and the letters at the beginning of their name. Yeah. There's actually a thing that says the moment you it's a full article. The moment you realise that Kanye is in the sunken place. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, just throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> but, oh, I'm going to have to read this article now. Now you've said all this. But going back to the original one, they've got a younger sister. <clears throat> Not the model. Another one. And she gets paid one million a post on Instagram. Who does? This sister. What, Kardashian sister? Yeah. What the one you're talking about? Yep. Who goes out? With the, who goes out with a rapper? Did you say? Yeah. For what? Literally, <clears throat> Instagram pay her that much money because she's she's that ad worthy. What? So she could literally put on. Uh, she could put toilet roll on her head, <laughs> and because of this hive mind, social media rubbish they know that the people on Instagram are going to boost it get followers sign up to Instagram just for that what now that's messed up yeah that's crazy that's crazy I mean there's there's one there's this thing that says Courtney Kardashian Boyfriend Eunice Benj Ben Benj I can't even pronounce his name, but I don't know. I've never heard of him, so I wouldn't know if he's a real runner. So maybe that's not the guy. Nah, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it is mad, like, you know, how some people's Instagram accounts have got, like, like 40 million followers and shit like that. It's just crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that I've got a thousand followers. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm proud of that. Wow, I haven't even got Instagram. <laughs> I worked hard for my thousand followers. I put up some good shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah. I, I believe you. I believe you. For a while, mate, I probably lost about 200 of them. <laughs> I haven't put up a post in about three months. But these ones that go on to these, like, celebrity ones and be like, oh my gosh, I love you. Like, uh, really? Yeah, like, you know, like, if there is one people that, like, you know, you, let's say there's a rapper that you really like and you've added him on Instagram, like, there will pe- there's people that will become friends, like, will, will follow your one because you were followed their one. Like, say you followed Kanye's or you followed, like, Dr. Dre's one or Eminem's one or whatever. They'll follow your one because you followed that. That is messed up. So, it's another person who likes him. Yay. Now we're friends. I'm going to steal your photos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, I, I've, that's funny as well, because like, I used to enter photo competitions on Instagram, right? You don't win anything more than really just, you know, accolades that, you know, your photo was the best photo of the week or whatever, or of the month or whatever. And, like, you know, sometimes they'll share it on their profile. So if it's someone who has an account where, you know, that has a lot of followers. Obviously, they'll get to know your photographs and stuff and might see your profile now. So I used to enter stuff like that, like, you know, and put in photos. Like, you know, there'd be a specific subject like sunsets or, you know, nature or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, like, some people would put stuff in and then they'd be like, yeah, we know that's a fake photograph. So if you're not going to put real photographs in the competition, then can you just unfollow us and just leave the competition? (laughs) So people would literally nick really good photographs from proper good photographers and put them in these competitions and pretend that they take good photographs. Is it, is it really that? How sad can you be? Has it, has it really become that deep? Really? Yeah. I mean, that's how automatic people's minds have become. It's just like, Yes, I don't need to take my own photographs. I will just nick someone else's. <clears throat> it's different if you, there's nothing wrong on Instagram, right? There's just certain, there's just, you know, with everything, there's unspoken rules. With Instagram, there's an unspoken rule. If you use someone else's photograph, then you should mention them in the post. Like credit to at Jade Christie as an example, or credit to at Steve Nicola as an example, or credit to at Kim Kardashian as an example. Yeah. And people will literally put it on and pretend that they took the photograph and then be like, and everyone will be like, oh my God, that photograph is amazing. And then someone will go, yeah, I've just, so there's an app, there must be an app or something that people use because they're like, yeah, I've just put it through this thing and it's told me that that's not your photograph. <laughs> all, all of that for some likes. Exactly. And it's not it goes back to the hive mind. Yeah, this is exactly it. They're not even liking you. <laughs> no. But in your mind, you're like, that is my likes. They, I, I, I earned them. That is scary. That is 
And then there's people you that, that, that will target you and go, we can get you a thousand more likes or we can help you grow your likes. So basically, they all like, it's like a community of people that like, you pay them and then they'll just like get you loads of likes or get you loads of followers. Like, what the fuck? You know, I saw an episode of Black Mirror that, that covers this this stuff. I saw an episode of... It wasn't Black Mirror. What was it? I think it was called... It's on Sky as well, on Sci-Fi, um, but you can get it on the catch-up thing. I think it's called Dimension 404. And there was an episode like similar as well. What was the one on Black Mirror like? It was literally, it was literally that a rating system took over the whole, the whole world. Yeah, this is similar. Sounds really similar. Was it Dimension Dimension Four Hundred Four? I feel like it was Dimension Four Hundred Four. I could be wrong though. I'm sure that's what it was. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was something else. But yeah, it sounds really similar. It was literally a rating system, and then people like that. Th- if they rated you low, you could get like arrested. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that's that's exactly that was exactly it. How did they nick the same idea? That's really strange. Yeah, that is crazy. I've not seen that on Black Mirror because I've not watched the late, the, the the Black Mirror ones. Um, I, I did see some of the first season a really long time ago. But this was something recent that I watched. It sounds like it's got the same plot. It was literally yeah. it was literally that the, the whole world turned to a rating system, so people have become like super superficial. Yeah, I'm really wondering what I watch now. <laughs> it was literally like, um, oh, I know what it was. That like the guy like stood up and um, started like dancing around a statue, and then people just started making his ratings lower. And then there's a thing like on his on his top, like a badge, and it was like red, like the arrow red is like a green arrow pointing up and a red arrow pointing down. And the, the red arrow started lighting up, and it was people like marking him down because he's like basically committing a, a felony. But he didn't realise he was committing a felony. He was just dancing around the statue. But the statue was like someone important. Yeah, yeah. Rating him down. And then if you get to like certain, like the rating so low, you basically can get arrested or or like, you know, you have to go on like a talk show and like apologise in front of like the public, like on TV, you know, to see if they'll forgive you. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was messed up. Yeah, it's, it's got a similar concept. Different, probably different, different show, but very similar concept. Maybe it wasn't Dimension 404 then, but I'm sure they, it was like a, they were, I'm sure, they, I feel like they were time travelling or something and ended up in, in this, like, it was like a parallel dimension. Oh, I know what it was. Oh my God, I can't believe that I said it was Dimension 404. I know what it was. Have you heard of a show called The Orville? No. So it's it's um, by the guy that does, um, well, I think it's by him because he's in it. It's, you know, Seth MacFarlane, he's the guy that does um, Family Guy. Oh yeah, is it kind of like a Star Trek kind of feel? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Down to this planet, and the planet's like that. Okay, so he stole the idea then. Yeah, it sounds like he stole the idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. (laughs) Shout out to Black Mirror for doing it first. (laughs) Yeah, and it was done by a British guy. So yeah. Damn, so I, I think we've been going for quite a while, haven't we? <laughs> this might be our longest podcast. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think this is. I think this is. This is This is one for listeners to listen over like two days, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and 
I hope it's recorded. That's what I'm going to say. See. <laughs> that, that stone silence that you heard was, was pain. <laughs> because there's been no breaks. We haven't been cut off. This is a first. Ooh, sir. I will let you know. I'll let you know. Once I come off of here, I'll let you know. Um, I'll, I'll, com- I'll confirm that we have got all this recorded. <laughs> Sweet. We, we need this. this. This has been a full episode. You've had conspiracy theories, catchphrase, travel, travel, Copenhagen and, and a few other things, Christiania, um, politics, we spoke about politics. Indo- Pretty much everything. Yeah, endorphins, <laughs> adrenaline, <laughs> yeah, addiction, mental health. <laughs> and we've covered a lot today. Good times, man. Good times. I think all we really need to do is name this podcast. Not name this podcast, but name this episode, you know. So far we have Ghost in the Show on Mute, episode one, Chunky Lee, episode two. Chunky. What's episode three? Chunky Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's my favourite so far. Thank you. Yeah, what's that? what is episode three gonna be? What what how you know? Oh what, what what sums up this episode? There were so much nuggets in this one. I mean, starting from you know the the high the higher up, the hotter you are. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew you like that one. All the way to yeah, I don't, I don't think we could actually name it. Um, KKK, because that that probably, <laughs> probably, probably won't get the best results that you want. <laughs> like Kim, was it Kim, Chloe, and Courtney, aka? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long we'll be on um, anchor for after that one. <laughs> There's so many. I, I actually, you you have been good at, at picking things to name the podcast. I'm kind of, I kind of feel like I need to leave that with you, but I do like the higher you, the, was it the higher, the higher you, the hotter you are, the higher, oh, what was, what's the saying? The higher you are, the hotter you are. No, the high, the higher up you are, the hotter you are. I think. Or did you say it the other way around? I feel like you said it the other way around. The hotter you are, the higher you, up you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that too? That sounds too long. Come on, that's too yeah, long. That is. Even, I do, even I do like it. What else? What else? What else would be any any other things that that would make a good podcast podcast title for this episode? King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Well, I'll 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 leave it on King of the Hill, and if you have if you come up with anything else, let me know, because I still got to like process this one and get it ready. So you got some time. Yeah, sweet. Have a think if there's anything else we we spoke about that seems prominent about the episode. Oh, there was there was so much. There were so many. <laughs> I'm just remembering little things like. <laughs> Bringing Brexit back. <laughs> Do you know what? Let's go and bring in Brexit back. I like that. that. That's current. That's relevant. That, <laughs> that one. Specifically for, I wonder if we could get that to Teresa. Oh, that is funny as hell. 
And uh, what was the other thing we were talking about? Um, about Brexit being a biscuit. Oh, yeah. Soft or hard. <laughs> Before you exit, have a Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> a pound truck Kit Kat. Um, oh, yeah, there's loads of stuff that we talked about. Oh, it's too much. Oh, what about the cheesy feet? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All of that stuff that we spoke about was hilarious. So I, I'll leave it on that. And then, yeah, may, maybe we can call it Bring a Brexit Back. But if you think of any others that we spoke about and have a little catch lines that make a good title for the podcast, let us know. Also, if anyone leaves it, wants to leave a message and tell us what this podcast wants to be called, I'll be releasing it. I, 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 well, I can't really, can I? If if I if I release it, it'll already have a name. I don't know if I can change it. If I can change it, I will. If you come up with a good name, <laughs> yeah, yeah, better than us. Yeah. <laughs> and soon we'll set up an email address so it'll be easier for people to leave messages because I think that's one thing we haven't done yet. So we we should probably set up a mental liberation podcast email address, and in that way you don't necessarily need to leave it on Anchor because this is available on more than one platform. Not just It's, on, it's available on Pocket Casts, um, the Apple Podcasts, and a few others as well. So, yeah, those people wouldn't be able to leave a message that way. True. Not that we have loads of listeners, we don't, but, you know, you never know. They may grow. Yeah, we're living the dream, man. Living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I guess is that. Do you think that's uh, that's enough for tonight? I think that's number three. Yeah, it's been emotional. Yeah, I mean, we've yeah, we've we've covered a lot, and I don't really think you can really cover much more in that amount of time. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. I don't. Life lessons, politics, entertainment—you name it, we've covered it. Conspiracies. Conspiracy theories, varieties of porn, literally everything. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And at the races, just one more plug at the races. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In touch. In touch. We'll be available on all <laughs> social networking sites, <laughs> <laughs> even Insta. <laughs> <laughs> I should start doing tips. The, a tipping section. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, cool. It's been emotional. It always is. It always is. I guess I'll uh, I'll catch you soon, and uh, we can decide on next time. Then we can decide on episode four. Sweet. All right. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Ciao for now. Take care. Bye. Bye.